Hey friends, this is Rob, and welcome to another episode of Give Us This Day, Our Daily Guinness. I once heard a stand-up comedian talk about how they view um, building their set list for a stand-up show like building a playground. It changed the way that I, as a music director, change partnering with artists to build a set list and a show, and what's the vibe of the show? What are we actually, what the hell are we actually doing here? But that was like, that was all totally focused when I heard this analogy. And last night I was out to eat with Sarah at one of my favorite local restaurants. And we were sitting next to this, these two people that were eating the exact same meal as Sarah and I were. And I realized that they were having a completely different experience than Sarah and I were. And I think it totally all has to do with music. Last night, as an early birthday gift to me, Sarah took me out to one of my, um, it like possibly might be my number one favorite restaurant in the Twin Cities. It's a restaurant called Tenant. It's like the restaurant equivalent of going to a concert. They're super limited seating. So, I mean, how many people have wanted to, maybe, maybe there's space for 25 and they only do uh, two dinners uh, a day. So you've got the early dinner, that's like six o'clock, and then there's an eight o'clock seating. So super limited right there. Uh, and Sarah and I always like to sit at the bar. And right there at the bar, there's only seating for one, two, three, four, five, six, max eight people per dinner. Now, on top of this, tenant only does a prefix menu. They're making what they're making, and that's what you're going to get. You you sit down, you don't order they're just doing, uh, I think last night was like six uh, different courses and Sarah and I always do the wine pairing. So right off in the bat, they take away all of our options. So, I mean, just right there, it's to- that's totally like going to a concert. You, I, I don't go to a concert and then like, okay, here's a list of the songs we know, fill out your order form and we'll make sure to play those for you. No, the artist or the band has said, okay, this, this is what we're feeling tonight. This is the flow of it. This is, we, this is experience that we want to present to you. And I love that. When I am there, it is the closest I get to going to a concert as someone that doesn't play music. I am just here for the experience because there's no ordering. I feel like the conversations that Sarah and I have had during some of these meals there have been more enjoyable too because now now my focus isn't on what's the next thing I'm going to have. Now my focus is just what's in front of me, the conversation at hand. So Sarah and I are sitting there, we're talking, uh, we're having a conversation with the staff and I recognize that to our left, there are two guys there. I start realizing that they are judging every dish that comes out. Now, I'm not talking about like, ooh, I like, here's what I like about this. Oh, I'm not a big fan of this. No, I'm talking about like, they must be in the industry because they're they're nitpicking everything. Oh, that's interesting that they're paying it with this. I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this. And they're just like nitpicking the whole thing apart. 
And as I'm listening to them, the, the first wave of emotion that's coming over me is judgment. I'm like, oh, who are these wankers that aren't even appreciating their meal? They're just like sitting here judging and they're like, what do you just can't even enjoy it for what it is. And halfway through my delicious bite of judgment, uh, I, it hits me and I realize, holy shit, this is what I look like the majority of the time when I go to a concert and I see a show, how many times have I gone and stood back by the soundboard and like um, crossed my arms and sat there and nitpicked the entire thing? Oh, that's interesting that the drummer's making those choices. Oh, the bass player. Oh, they're, oh, interesting. What are they, how are they approaching this? Um, the, the questions in the, uh, the judgments and the breaking it down in my mind is constant, and I start realizing as I'm thinking about last night and I'm thinking about these guys and I'm thinking about myself, I'm starting to realize like, man, every freaking time that I've done that at a show, I rob myself. So there's two sides of these thoughts that are going through my mind. Number one is the creator side and the other side is the consumer side. As the consumer, man, I'm just reminded that I want to constantly be making sure that I'm not letting go of the joy of just being a fan, not going to shows as a, like, can I even do that now? I think I can. Yeah. I think I can go to concerts and appreciate it, but I think it takes some intentionality. I think it's, it takes some setting aside of my own judgment, my own bullshit and saying, no, I'm just going to appreciate this for what it is. I think that's why I really enjoy uh, traditional Irish music a lot is because traditional Irish music is so outside of my wheelhouse of anything I've done musically that it allows me to separate myself, separate my ego from it and just appreciate it for the music that it is. But there's also the side of being a creator of it. And it makes me think of uh, this thing I heard a stand-up comedian talk about once where they said they view building a set list like building a playground. And it, and it changed the way I view not only building set lists as a music director, but also even rehearsals. Now rehearsals for me is, okay, man, if you if we put the if we put the slide over here, we can go down the slide, then we can jump off and if we put the uh, the monkey bars just a little bit closer from we can jump from the slide to the monkey bars and then we could hang, we can go over here and then maybe over here if we put this song right here, then we could slide down to this section and that'll be cool. And now I think about like, oh, when the drummer's doing this, if you jump over here, then I can jump over here and we'll do this. And so now build, putting a set list together for me is like building this playground. And then when you step on stage, the only job I have is just to freaking play and have fun and just like try to embrace my inner child performing on stage and just the freedom of that. Holy shit. The freedom I've experienced in the past few years now that I've been viewing it this way is just like, I'm so free on stage because my job no longer is to impress my peers or anybody judging out there. No. Yeah. Cause that's like the thing subconsciously 
at the beginning of my career as a performing musician, like I, even if I just didn't admit it, I had this subconscious belief that my job is to impress you. No, my freaking job is to put on something that you can just delight in. I'm going to just play. And man, that is the vibe I feel every time I'm at Tenant. They're not snobby. They're not pretentious. They are putting on a freaking show and you can tell they are having fun and their only goal is for you to have fun sitting there. So this week I'm flying out. I'm playing with an artist named Caitlin Smith and we are opening for a band named Dirks Bentley. It's gonna be a big show. And so originally, if it was me, if it was me years ago, I'd be thinking, of, oh man, okay, I'm I'm dialing in sounds for the show. I gotta I gotta impress people. Maybe I gotta impress the artists. I'm playing with friends of mine that I respect. I gotta impress them. I've got people there. Maybe there'll be other. I gotta impress the crowd. Screw that. My only job this next week, the sec, I got to prep. Yeah, sure. I got to prep. I got to do everything, put my due diligence in. So I'm ready and prepared. But the second I get on stage, man, the only job I have is to play. And only through that will the people showing up hopefully be able just to let go of anything else that's happening in their life and just be able to delight in being at a live show. Because, man, all the coolest freaking acts of creativity that I've ever been a part of in my life have come not from a place of just closed fisted, trying to uh, just force myself and what I want you. I just like, I just want to impress. But no, the open handed freedom from playing. That's where all the coolest shit has happened in my life. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations reported all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge. So that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy. Enjoy.